today's podcast. Today I'm going to talk to you about something that I feel pretty qualified to talk to you about and that is mother's guilt. When I became a mother five years ago to the sunshine of my life, Fred, when I brought him into the world I was filled with many new feelings. I had this great new sense of love, a sense of belonging and a massive desire to protect and nurture this little being. I was filled with a new sense that I had to be the happiest, most fulfilled version of myself that I could possibly be. And I knew that the main thing I needed to do was to show my child that what mattered most in life was creating a life that you loved, a life that fulfilled you and made you happy, whatever shape that took and however that looked. Now, I took this stuff pretty seriously, and alongside my journey as a new mum, I embarked on the important journey of finding out what really made me happy. A side effect I was less prepared for was guilt. Oh man, the guilt. I have felt guilty about anything and everything you can possibly think of. So today on the podcast, I want to discuss that with you in more depth because I really want to try and shine a light on the guilt that comes hand in hand with parenting and the masses of guilt that comes with following a path to find and discover the version of you that makes you the happiest because I know all too well about that struggle. I know all about the loneliness, the feelings of anxiety and stress that can creep up without so much as a moment's notice. And my hopes, my real hopes for this podcast is that someone somewhere will hear it and say, wow, it's not just me then, and get up and carry on. I became a parent in my 30s and like many other women, in fact, in 2015, women having their first baby after the age of 30 made up 31% of all births. Having children much later than my own mum meant that our lifestyles were way different. When I became a mother, I had a very busy and demanding career. My partner and I had really um, recently taken on a new home, which was in need of a full renovation. Not such a great idea. Uh, We bought the top end of our budget and we had to work really, really hard to keep all that together. We were super confident. We had friendship circles, book clubs, social lives, gym classes, and I personally did not do downtime. I'm of a generation of women who were told not only that we could have it all, but that we should have it all. We should strive to have it all, all the time. I always told myself that if I worked harder, I could have whatever I wanted. So when my son entered the world, I was ill-prepared for what lay ahead of me. I had taken no antenatal classes. I'd read no books. In fact, on Friday, I attended the office in my dress and heels and I begrudgingly left that day on my maternity leave. I enjoyed all of Saturday and Sunday to myself before spending all of Monday in labour with Fred's arrival on Monday evening. The nursery wasn't ready. I felt shameful. The travel system was second hand. I felt like this was a secret that I could never possibly share with another human being. And these feelings weren't just hormones or normal for new mothers. These type of feelings would be the companion that has trailed me for the last five years. So why the hell do we feel so guilty all the time? Back in 2000, Jones, Schratter and Kugler told us this in their research. Guilt is an interpersonal moral emotion that aims to repair or inhibit behaviour that causes harm to others. It occurs in relationships in which the other's welfare is of interest to the actor, such as reciprocal relationships and kin relations. 
Research shows that children appear to monitor their mothers more than their fathers in respect to general behaviour. There is evidence that girls and women experience both empathy and guilt to a higher degree than boys and men do. So it seems from this research that parents are set up to feel this emotion, yet little to no research has been carried out on guilt in the context of parenting. But we know it's here. Articles in parenting magazines and on mum blogs are filled with the best tips for banishing it, while simultaneously showing us the best parenting techniques, the best overpriced high chair and the best woman in the best clothes with the best hair living her best life. And we're all lapping it up. Why? Because the reality is mothers spend a lot of time lonely and yet never really alone. I know I did. When I became a mother, everything changed. My body morphed into something I didn't recognise. My routine was non-existent. The life I knew of career and friends carried along its course while I sat on my spare room floor attempting to pump breast milk in the hour free time I had between feeds. Babies aren't supposed to sleep through the night, but mine didn't sleep for a full night until he was three and a half years old. So I spent those three and a half years absolutely exhausted. I didn't know where I belonged or how to make myself feel like that whole woman that I felt like before I became a mum. I had so much guilt. I looked at everything I had, a home, a healthy baby, a partner who was working hard, a family who loved me, and I thought I should already be whole. This should be enough. So my partner and I started a business when Fred was just five months old. And finally, I felt like there was something I could get my teeth into. This was what I'd been made for. Business had been my jam for years and I got a chance to be good at something again. My partner would look shocked at the end of the day and say to me, you've built a website already? You've scheduled a month of social media posts? Wow, I could never do that. And it filled me up. But still the guilt came and I screamed to myself, you want to work. Do you know how many women would kill to be in your position and just be allowed time to be home with their child? When Fred turned one, we were in the midst of working our first summer season, which for caterers is hectic. I remember crying on the cold floor of our bathroom because I did not buy my son a special first birthday gift. To this day, I don't know what I wanted to get him, but the fact that I, me, his mother, did not go out and spend money on a very special gift for my most prized and loved son absolutely floored me. The guilt was way too much and it's still with me now. What if one day he asked me what I bought him for his first birthday and I have to tell him the truth? The truth was we had family over in the garden. He tasted cake for the first time. I saved up all his birthday cards. He got tons of lovely gifts and had a lovely day. But I still feel super ashamed that because I had a startup business and we used all our savings to fund the maternity leave, we were struggling financially. I was struggling financially. How could I be a good mother and put myself in that position? It's this work motherhood relationship that causes me most of my guilt. I love my child. I love being with him. I love playing with him. And I love the first five minutes after he drops off to sleep when I lie with him and he is quiet and still for the first time of the day. The thing I've always been ashamed to say is I also love me. I love the things that make me be the most glowy and happy version of me. I love working. I love being creative. I love having my own money. I love making my own decisions and feeling control of my own life. I don't love cleaning. I never cook. 
but I do love reading and I love being outside. I've noticed in the last five years that I make myself jump through a set of invisible hoops in order to allow myself the time to be me and do the things that I love. No one ever told me about the hoops. I did this to myself. That is how ingrained I believe guilt and motherhood to be. My hoops say that if I satisfy any number of brilliant mother conditions, I can allow myself some guilt-free time to work on me. So this morning, for example, I came into the office for an unscheduled day of work. But before I allowed myself to to do that, I asked my partner if he minded me going to work today to get through the million tasks I needed to do. I hoovered the entire downstairs of my house at 8am. Before bed last night, I tidied the kitchen, washed the cat bowl and laid out everyone's breakfast. And this morning I got my son up and dressed unusually early so that I could have that done before I went off to work. I also made my packed lunch, did everyone's breakfast and checked that everything was perfectly fine before I left. The thing I notice is that this does not happen when my partner leaves for work. It just doesn't. I've discussed this in more detail with women I work with. And as I've developed a more FU attitude to my guilt, I've wanted to pull others along with me, possibly to help me stand stronger against the tidal wave that often wants to break me down. I've spoken to mothers full of hopes and dreams, absolutely brilliant hopes and dreams. I've listened as they've put themselves on pause. I've wondered if they really want to pause or if the guilt is just too much for them too. Guilt hits all of us but guilt is actually a pretty pointless emotion. Like the great Louise Hay once said, guilt is a totally useless emotion. It never makes anyone feel better, nor does it change the situation. In fact, the majority of guilt doesn't stem from anything we have done, rather a place of self-doubt, self-criticism and self-punishment. Over time, guilt becomes debilitating and toxic. While it may feel like guilt is an important reminder of our responsibilities, in reality, it's accomplishing just the opposite. It's a dead weight that keeps us from stepping into our full power and potential. So the next time you feel guilty, I want you to take five minutes and recognise guilt as an unhelpful voice on your shoulder. I want you to speak about guilt. I think you could share it on social media. I want you to highlight the crap out of guilt because it's not just a thing that's holding you back, but it's a thing that's holding many other women just like you back as well. Do the thing, be it working like me, starting a business, reading a book, sitting alone upstairs, asking someone else to hold the baby, do the thing. Because the guilt will be there today and it will also be there later down the line when you realise that you didn't fulfil your own dreams and desires. You didn't make yourself happy. A happy parent makes happy children. If I'm sure of anything, I'm sure of that. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast, but let's not stop this important conversation here. I'd love to hear about your guilty secrets and the things that bring you joy. So let's keep on chatting. You can find me over on Instagram at wearemubo and take a screenshot of this podcast page and tag me in your post and story. I'm going to be checking them out all week. And remember, sharing helps other parents get this important message too. Have a great week. I'll be back soon with another interview with an inspiring parent business owner. Bye for now.